0: hello and welcome back for another episode of the jones chronicles i'm your host christina it's been a long while but i have been very very fucking busy i came back from vacation and they're like so this one chick is gone for an indefinite period of time so here's her pending oh hell no so went that week of trying to do more podcasts catching up and then saturday i had to watch my nieces well i didn't have to watch my nieces i chose to watch my nieces so that my sister could go to a jazz concert that my mother could not attend because unfortunately i learned while in london my cousin passed away uh 19 years old of a drug overdose it's very sad because not even three, four years ago, his father passed away, which was my uncle. And the the cycle continues with these situations and why I'm always concerned about my own sister. I know I don't talk about her much uh, that suffers heavily from addiction and has a child of her own. Mind you, every time she gets out of Out of uh, Rehab While I always want to root for her to do better The first thing she does is get on Facebook And starts posting photos of herself And then starts to regurgitate all of the The lines that are usually being fed During rehab And that's unfortunately not conducive to actual recovery and it's it's very obvious to me when it's part of the cycle and it's true and I haven't yet seen she's almost 40 years old um any true attempt I can always keep rooting for but on another level it's there is a, a certain not indifference but let's say closing the door softly to certain certain aspects of life for your own personal health and I think people have a hard time doing that or very judged for doing that uh, because that's considered you know not what you do for family and so on and so forth but the older I get the more I understand and I understood this I think at a very young age too that that just because we share the same dna does not does not mean or or should indicate that i have a loyalty or a unconditional support because that's that's simply not true and quite frankly can be an encumbrance to you truly being happy and pursuing what you want in life because you're too busy and bogged down letting someone else drag you into their own mess. There's something that I think uh, a statement that I think still rings true is misery does like company and (laughs) the more you give it the more in which nothing great is going to come out and I know that's hard to reconcile with the idea that someone like that would need support. And there's a difference between support and you earning support. I think there there's too much of a taking of responsibility away. There's the reason, it's not an excuse. Right? And I think this comes in from my love of and continuing broadening Horizons into philosophy And what it truly means to have A meaningful life and existence Especially when you get Into the idea of You're rather blessed To be here and I don't mean in a Blessed Christian Sense I do mean in a Cosmic way And I just started Diarying of the mouth I just Realized as soon as I started pressing Record on this podcast (laughs) Because clearly I haven't talked in 24 hours and I am eager to do so. First and foremost, you're going to hear my fan in the background because it's hot as balls. Shit, it's hotter than two wood rats fucking in a wool sock out here. I don't know what is going to come out in editing and quite frankly, I don't fucking care because last time i turned off my fan to record two days ago and i was just sweating at my desk and i didn't i didn't appreciate it at all and i was like what am i making the sacrifice for (laughs) y'all know me by now old school music i'm having more of an appreciation i love my 1990s early 2000s music as well but some of the old school like mm, they really don't do it like that anymore <laughs> that's a it's a whole different genre of music and it it's appropriate for a time in which we will no longer capitalize on Let's talk about my vacation, because I I went into just random thoughts without any direction. Let's start with my vacation. Well, actually, no. Let's talk about yesterday, because then I already said I haven't talked in 24 hours, and you're probably wondering why. (laughs) Yesterday, my body crashed on me. It said, bitch, you're doing too much. It's time to stop. I don't know what its its uh its function has been since I've returned. <laughs> but it seemed to have turned into a machine. <laughs> like I don't know. My my brain was just pinging on all it was firing on all cylinders, all directions, and most of it was physical. So I decided I didn't want to move because I don't want to. And <laughs> my daughter threw so much shade her and my mom I was like fuck damn y'all do kind of know me don't you (laughs) because no it's like you always say we gonna move I'm like I I know I do make genuine attempts to want to do that and then I start that process and then I realized I don't want to do this mainly because right now I'm paying almost 250 dollars less than every other apartment in the vicinity sure they got a few of those not all of them have a pool but i'm also paying for the exact square feet and now that i'm making i'm like that's more money in my pocket we don't really have to and then i still kind of want to go ahead and get a condo so i just i don't feel the need to do something just because right it's like i don't have to move It's just, it would be nice to move with some additional amenities, (laughs) but it, it, it it doesn't need to happen and thus it's not. So then I redirected my brain into, okay, we're going to be here for another 12 months. Let's make this bitch spotless. Cause apparently they don't offer anything. If you're resigning your lease, I'm like, no, no scrubbing of the floors, you know, no doing of the walls not a thing so i went out and i actually did my own floor my own carpets with a carpet cleaner i did a massive spring clean this all while still working over because i have a thing about i do not like to be behind but i also want to leave at 5 p.m because i don't believe in overtime (laughs) and i'm a salary anyway so anything i do is what i do but I stopped that clock at 5 p.m., so I smash all of my work and I sit at my desk and I'm like. work hard, play hard, work hard, play hard, work hard, play hard. Work hard. Play hard. Work hard, play hard. Work. So, of course, I'm hauling things that, because I threw a lot of shit away, especially from my daughter's room. <laughs> I was like, you fucking hoarder. Uh, <laughs> I love doing it when she's not here, too, because so she do not have to. She don't have to try to emotionally manipulate me into keeping something that I really want to throw into the trash. And yeah, I've been scrubbing walls. (laughs) My daughter never finished putting her bed together. So I put her bed together. Or finish doing the top part of her four piece bed because she's that trifling. I need to stop letting her put shit together. But I also want her to, you know, she wants to try it. But I looked at her her desk. I mean, I've been looked at it, but I really, really looked at it. I was like, damn, this shit's fucked up. It's 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 functional. It's functional. <laughs> but you you're you're not there yet. You're not there. But hey, at least you wanted to try. And I kind of give her credit for that cuz she put together a chair. She just likes building things. Uh but uh, I'm last thing I have to do is my bathroom. And I'm really thinking about just painting uh that, but I've also half wallpapered it. Basically, I've been act- acting like a handyman for the past 2 weeks. <laughs> and I hadn't really And I I stopped taking melatonin for bed Because my daughter was trying to tell me that you can get addicted to it And I was like you know what I have been taking it straight for like a month So I wanted to see if I actually was addicted to it I'm not However my sleep hasn't been the best Because anxiety And uh Yeah Yesterday I was just moseying Moseying along Doing laundry Because that's the next thing on my list Because it's all piled up and after the second load, it was like around, it had to be around 4 or 5 p.m. My body just said, I- I'm just going to lay down real quick. Real quick. It's really, it's, it's not, it's, it's, I woke up. It was 4 a.m. Only four ocean. And you know how it is when you unexpectedly go to sleep. All the lights is on, the TV on. <laughs> my phone, oh my God, it was just like so fucking hot. Uh, it was like cold because I guess I left it. I don't know what the hell I was doing where it was just really hot. So that was a thing. And, you know, I damn sure went back to sleep because when you get in that good, good, it's just it, it. I was like, OK, I need to turn off all these things that are charging and and roll back over. And I woke up today at 1030. So now I, I feel like I'm just on crack because I've had two cups of coffee and and I've, I'm very, very well rested. <laughs> and yes, I did have a doobie with my coffee this morning. So now I'm just geeky too. <laughs> All right, now that I got that out of the way of explaining my last 24 hours, let's uh, discuss my my vacation to, to London that I came back from two weeks ago, 10 whole days. And the city, well, I don't know what its mantra is. It's not the city that doesn't sleep because that's New York. Let's say the city that's better than New York. (laughs) Because the thing about New York, I've been there twice. And I always wanted to go there when I was a little baby as much as I wanted to go to London. Once you've been there the second time, there's nothing new there's nothing special there's nothing that made me want to go back for the third I'm like oh been there done that seen it and there's nothing else to see and I heard right now it has an increased rat problem due to that flooding of the tunnel situation so I'm pretty sure my ideal of New York because that was I went when during the y'all remember this TV show MTV's um total request live is that the right is trl yeah i think it was trl because i was in the i was in the audience and that day not fat joe but fat joe's cousin he was there (laughs) and i saw carson daly and i was in the that was the peak of my time in new york and the the last days i believe of trl but london you can go and you will never run out of shit to do and see because there's no way you can do it in 10 days or seven days people who go for like five days i'm like what the fuck because half of it is jet lag you don't you're not on the same because it's five hours ahead i believe or behind no ahead so it's five hours behind at home so your body our bodies. In America where else would it be (laughs) our bodies here are used to a whole different clock so every time it was nighttime that's when I would get a little bit of fucking energy and then it was hard to go to sleep because the sun really rose at 6 a.m. I'm like damn all this light at 6 a.m. and even if I had shutters it still managed to come into the room I eventually realize hey you have a mask just wear that that um that rhythm of the clock though is your your body's thrown off so you have that to contend with then there's the walking and if you don't walk on a daily basis to get everywhere you're at which is me that's exhausting that's that's going to tear you up you're going to be fine but when you come back your body is going to attack you. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. I was better prepared than the first time because I brought so much a leave. <laughs> and I knew like I would I would uh I made sure I wouldn't go too like one the first day I overdid it and I could tell I overdid it because my feet were just like I started tiptoeing, that's how much they were on fire. The dogs were just barking. And then my thighs were killing me. I think the worst part though was the heat. I'm not used to that expected temperature in London and neither are the Londoners. So I don't understand. Two years in a row I show up and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of a heat stroke. Not a heat stroke, but you know what I mean. It's like a heat- i'm sure my original point was (laughs) that you can go back again and again and again to london and you will always find something else to do i didn't even get to cute gardens i didn't even get to hyde park i didn't get as many things done as i thought i would get done But I still had a lovely time. I didn't cry this time when I was (laughs) driving to the airport in disappointment because I'd already booked my trip for next year where I would be staying one additional day. And I got it at a steal. Every time I'm in London, I always book my next trip to London and I get it cheaper. So... If you do plan going successive trips, I would definitely do that because the deals are just popping, popping. It's ridiculous how many days I'm not going to say how much. (laughs) No, I am. It's 18. Well, it was 14.55 in pounds. So it's 18.25 for 11 days. And the area I'm in is next to for my next trip is next to the, um, to the river thames so it's a different perspective of even where i've stayed in the city i've been in central london i've been uh this time i stayed at the bryson hotel i don't advertise when i'm there because i don't want to dox myself <laughs> but i stayed at the bryson hotel which is an okay hotel it, it the bed was so fucking hard i was so happy when I saw my bed I had a new appreciation for it I didn't know how soft it was until I got into another bed because that sucker was also it's probably why my body crashed too it's like two weeks you ain't had proper sleep (laughs) but as far as you know it didn't have a bar like the last hotel I stayed at whose name I actually don't recall it was down the street from the hotel which is a really expensive hotel and i don't think it's worth the money to be quite frank because for what i paid at the bryson and it was right down the street the you're getting access to the very same thing and we're talking about a 1200 hundred dollar price difference so don't go for the the flashier things but you know do look around that area and you might find a hotel that's you know not a 9.9 star hotel but serviceable i, I had no issues at the rice and and always got fresh towels the bathroom was nice it had like a a because um, they take baths in in london and we americans are shower people most of us uh but the bath they had it was kind of like a, a jet bath i don't know i didn't get in it because <laughs> i don't take baths <laughs> i cannot sit in a bath mm, i don't know what it is i have never been i couldn't figure out how to make it work either but I, i've never been keen to sit in the bathtub even when it, they say oh this will be nice for you i'm like yeah it needs to be at a spa clinic because i'm i'm just not I, and, and Plus I have to clean it and I saw a hair and (laughs) that's what I, I'm so weirded out about tubs. Everybody's got their thing, but I don't even know where I was at. I was just talking about the area I was in. (laughs) The one thing I will say is TSA isn't, one thing I will say is TSA, wow. Wow. I think I could be a rapper. (laughs) You serious? Stop it. Get some help. TSA was not troublesome. Not at all. I always show up at the airport two hours early. Every single time two hours early maybe an hour and a half but most times two hours early (laughs) i say maybe an hour and a half because i got to the airport a little bit late going back uh to from london but i don't know what the fuck i guess this one guy wanted to avoid traffic so he took another route i was fine i was sleep i was tired (laughs) i was ready to get on that plane at that moment because i really was tired but there's no more taking off of your shoes at least going out of the country coming back in the country I had to or at least at the London airport no it wasn't London it was Chicago yep because we were coming back into the country but you don't have to take out your laptop and putting it separate things you don't take the. nope they're just like nah we ain't got time for this shit (laughs) we do not have time for this shit apparently my braid was sticking up or something because they had to touch my hair and I was like oh okay can you scratch because it's itching if you really want to get up in there everything went really smoothly to the gate get on the plane I'm knocked the hell out they must have been concerned about me being knocked the hell out because I thought I, last time I slept the whole entire trip over to London I, I was there and I was like holy shit we're here <laughs> I was that out on the drugs but I actually took a nap a proper nap before I left So the drugs did not, and I am talking about Xanax, did not uh, knock me out the whole entire trip. So I woke up about two hours before we got there and I went to the restroom (laughs) and the one guy is just like, uh, you, you, you want something to eat? (laughs) It's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. You want something to drink? (laughs) I have something to drink in my bag. Thank you. Appreciate it. They 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 probably looked at us like that girl's knocked it like she's sure right she she ain't got nobody with her and I love traveling solo I love traveling solo I know some people would hate it but man it brings me nothing but joy because I don't have to talk I don't have to just put in my he- headphones and I'm just zoned into I read the prelude to foundation not read but listen to the whole book Between there and back, so it's just—it's very selfish me time. When we got to London, there was only two elevators working to get down to the lower level, and there was huge lines. White people at airports are the worst. I do not understand why you guys do not prepare your fucking selves, and it's always you. (laughs) It's always this is this is a PSA to my white sisters and brothers that I love okay I'm saying this out of love stop letting your kids crawl all over that dirty ass carpet and thinking it's cute that is fucking disgusting I'm already against people traveling with their kids I have a child I do not travel with that chick Now, when she's not uh, this age the, I'm talking about babies Babies that cannot sit still Babies that constantly need attention Babies that you ain't slipped no melatonin to To knock them out for this fucking trip Okay If you gonna travel with those type of kids They need to be medicated Or just don't go <laughs> Because you're a problem for everyone involved and, and that's why because you let them on the floor because you don't know what to do with them and then they just they constantly crying I just I want to be sympathetic but my dark inner self just it's just blatantly said it I hate fucking kids in airports and I'm and I think seven and above is fine it's just those six and below that do not need to be there stop trying to take trying to make this trip happen okay take the car take a train don't get on the fucking plane i told y'all i could be a rapper but also why do you never know what the fuck is going on what what? uh where we are what gate are we at to know you know they're 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 literally giving you the announcements and you still confused i don't know where i'm supposed to be at y'all don't look at your shit you don't see how much the way there's no preparation It's not like the system changed that damn much, but every time y'all don't know what to do. The one chick, oh my God, this lady pissed everybody off because we're all waiting for this elevator. The elevator opens and then she acts like she can't push her cart onto the thing. I was like, what are you doing? And the elevator closes and goes down. Oh my, we had already been waiting 10 minutes for this elevator like I had to hold in what I really wanted to do which was like what the fuck is wrong with you you need to get out of the line (laughs) but I didn't have to because her daughter cursed her out in that moment because Gen Z's don't give a fuck and she's like I carried both of those by myself and you trying to tell me that you can't handle that (laughs) she was not pleased with her mother because i was like what are you doing you were acting and did you need help why didn't you hold the door anything she just literally sat there and waited for someone like she sat there and helpless whiteness and that's what i don't like i y'all mm. oh, do i do i it's time. you know you about to get your passport out they say have your passports out why you get up to the podium looking for your passport fucking in well then get your shit together get it all together and put it in a backpack all your shit so it's together and if you got to take it somewhere take it somewhere you know take it to the shit store and sell it or, or put it in a shit museum i don't care what you do you just got to get it together get your shit together eventually i let my ghetto out though not my full ghetto but just my slight ghetto because we gotta to this one uh Because they kept pressing the buttons. Everyone didn't read the directions of where they're going. We all needed to go down, but someone kept pushing the button up. I kid you not. They would get on the elevator, everyone would push two, three, something, and then they would press six. I'm like, why? (laughs) Why? Why? So we all have to take this long. That's what was causing the elevator so long to get to floors because people were just being assholes. And not paying attention, and I don't. I really don't want to have to call out only the Caucasian. But that's all I kept seeing was the consistent. That was always the problem wherever I went. Both times I was at the airport, at the four different airports I was at. Every single time, (laughs) it was rather funny. If I was the the second time, it was funny. But the third time, I was. It was eight. It was nine p.m. at night. We had just gotten to London and I was, we had already been waiting a half an hour for this elevator. And then someone tried to get on with his bag. And I said, I don't know what you're doing, but there's no room here. And I shut the door. Ain't nobody got time for that. And it was just a reflex. It wasn't like I had planned that. I didn't even, I was so in my own world. I didn't even know people was laughing around. I forgot everyone was here. I was just like, <laughs> you will not be getting on today sir <laughs> you will not be getting on today oh oh my gosh and when people couldn't get out the way ooh, i was like you would be wanting to just strangle them especially when you're tired you're tired and you got somewhere to go you just ain't you're not in the mood to deal with idiotic people but the one thing i did do my saving grace at the airport was that i did help out my sister's Because our we gotta help each other out. This lady, she was carrying her child. He was about two. I don't even know if yeah, he looked about two, maybe one. And she had a seven-year-old with her. I know she was seven because she told me. And she had been sitting by. She had her her daughter was carrying the luggage, but her daughter had to carry her own. So her daughter was carrying two of the little roller suitcases. And she, I watched her three people, three people. She passed in front of her, two men, one woman. And she's like, can you just help? And all she wanted was help down the escalator. Can, can you, and they all just walked past. And I said, what's up, girl? What you need?" And I carried her thing. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just where are you going? We go into the same place. So I carried her luggage. Uh, and I, I loved her. She's like, thank you, sister. And that was, that was just wholesome to me that was a moment of yeah we always gonna help out our own that's one thing about us right i think about the belters in this moment it's a part of our culture is that we don't tend to see people in need and just disregard them Is we 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 will sit there and even if i could have i could have been at that terminal 15 minutes ago on my own but hey you need some help i got you when I got to London, the first day, there was dicks on bikes. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining Amen. I was not expecting dicks on bikes. I definitely would never get on those bikes because <laughs> when you rent bikes they have like these little uh areas it looks like that you just go up to the the bike and you put in some money you swipe your card and you get the you roll off with the bike and you return the bike to one of their bike areas and i'm like oh so there's no one there with sanitizer wiping that shit down those bikes didn't look like they were their bikes but some of them some of them dudes had some uh nice dicks not gonna lie and I was just like, oh, I, I, you know how you're so surprised at something you don't even think to take your phone out. That was me in that moment. I was like, I don't need to record this. This is just meant to be enjoyed by my eyeballs. <laughs> a, there's a, there's a certain, I don't know, braveness there, because I feel as if women are always the ones that are seen out, you know, and it, those dicks aren't, they're not uh hard, they're flaccid. And yet, they were comfortably in their masculinity to to participate in that bike ride. I don't know if it was for Pride Month, but it was a good month for me. Oh, 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 oh okay. Lamborghini Mercy, your chick, she so thirsty. I'm in that 2C Lambo with your girl, she trying to jerk me. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, your chick, she so thirsty. I'm in that 2C Lambo with your girl, she trying to jerk me. Okay. I wasn't gonna go to common garden garden but my friend bruce said that it was lovely and i should go there and so i did and i'm really excited that i did because it's huge and i had read about it since i was reading harlequin romance novels when i was a child so it was really hard to visualize but i sat there for a while trying to visualize (laughs) what i expected covenant garden to look like i'm gonna say that word 12 different times because i don't really know how to say it one of the food places i really wanted to go to since i saw a episode of um food wars if you don't watch that it's perfectly fine but it's a youtube channel where a londoner and an american will try foods from each other's countries And they did an episode where he went to London to try the best burgers. And I saw him eating burger beyond. I was like, I got to get me some of that. There's another place that I still haven't gone to, which is a a dark chocolate place. I know the name of it, but it's not going to come to me right now. (laughs) Dark sugars. There we go. I wanted to go there, but it was no way I was going to take an hour just to go to that side of town to get some dark chocolate on an 85 degree weather day just wasn't gonna happen so i'll put that in my diary for next time but burger beyond yummy so very yummy i was tearing the shit out of that burger i don't even know which kind i got it was the one that was melting i I don't even know it was delicious Mm -mm -mm. the flavors are melting on my tongue of course i got lost a lot As I was walking around following my, this time I got City Mapper. So every time I get a little bit better at preparing myself for these things. um, Because of the way the streets are. (laughs) Sometimes you can pass a street without knowing it. And you're like, oh shit. Or I got to go down this one narrow ass street. Or it's across the street. It's weird. Got lost quite a bit. But I always found my way there. This one guy on the street tried it. I don't know why dudes try it, but I'm not gonna do it politely <laughs> if you keep following me. He did. I kid you not. I was walking down there was um you had this vendor food festival, which mm mm, I couldn't even stop and eat because it was so damn hot. I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> i really wanted to eat so bad over there i didn't make it over to um i still haven't made it over to camden which is why i'm closer to camden next time i go um but there was this this uh some type of vendor food the whole street the whole back street it was just i was a little smelling it was so great and this guy is just like hey 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 and I'm trying to ignore him like you know that nice little like oh okay yeah if you want to hit on me sure why not it's flattering but no 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 (laughs) and he's just like oh what's your name and you know I just said Chris I always say that I, I just say Chris yeah I'm trying to still just be a polite person and you know maybe he's just trying to be friendly and I'm still going no and I thought I got rid of him I kid you not I walked on I walked out of the the vendor street I walked about three more minutes and all of a sudden someone rolls up next to me so I said hey Chris and I said oh hell no you need to back the fuck up all off okay I said no I'm not interested do not follow me <laughs> it's like that turn is so quick it's like the polite me and the I do have Mason. I will now go to physical force if you, if you make me. Okay. I'm, I'm not afraid to take care of myself <laughs> if I have to. But, uh, men don't do that. I don't know. That's, it's just fucking weird. Okay. Which is why I was, and that's my, my daughter, everyone. And my family because they think I'm so mysterious. I must have a uh, a, a boyfriend over <laughs> in London. <laughs> I mean, they'd really be talking about me like I'm a, in a Rubik's Cube or something. But no, I was not even close to being interested. Like last time I put it out there. Oh, yeah, I want to go find me a London man. And this time I was more like, let's talk to the women (laughs) I was more about finding everything in in the culture and really having a good time that it wasn't even a flicker of a thought to try to uh get some boom boom nah it it went all the way down the list of things to do (laughs) and I found more Uh, more, more positive, not enjoyable there company with women that I did with the men. And I met a lot of women, Miranda from Australia. I went to piano works, which, oh my God, that was the best night when I went to piano works. Cause it was, it was exactly where I'm at at my age. I don't want to go to a club, which I did go to Bedouin bar. Because it's okay, but it's not this it, you know it's not my I only go out to these places when I'm on vacation and only because I feel I'm on vacation and this is where I can go to listen to some music and really see see how people act and you know have an enjoyable time. And I do love listening to music. But the difference between the club is everyone's getting so hammered and it's just all it's just weird versus <laughs> piano works where they're on a piano they're singing they're doing hits from the like benny and the jets but they're doing other things like proud mary like really songs up my alley you know you got people dancing but it's not you know doing the what is that even called i don't remember what school, were they just twerking there we go twerking yeah in the club in Bedouin, I met this girl and she was just twerking her ass right in front of me. And I'm like, I don't I don't have any dollar bills. Whoa. I know she got it, cause she looking at me like she wanted. It, want it. She dropping low, maybe want of throw some knees on it. Hey. Whatever it is, pay stop it. Cause she get low oh. when she owned that home And that lets me know. I like their friends better I didn't recall their names But <laughs> Miranda And I from Australia was tearing up the dance floor uh, I love She's like are you here alone I'm here alone too Let's be friends <laughs> But then we went to this bar afterwards Because it was 2am And we didn't want to go home yet And uh, It was one right, right down the street From where I was at and my hotel was right around the corner because I don't get fucked up and not be very close to where I need to be unless I'm taking an Uber. And uh, it was funny because this dude really, really, really wanted to get one of us to go home with him that night. And we were both like, it's not happening. <laughs> and he tried to buy us a drink and we're like, no. And then when we explained it to him, we're like, look, um, we don't want you to buy us a drink because most times when guys buy you a drink they want they expect you to be their company and we you know we're trying to tell you we don't want your company <laughs> we're we're having fun with ourselves we don't <laughs> they always crack me up when they hear you're american even though my dumb ass like where are you from america no bitch where in america we know you're from fucking america <laughs> i did that three times and each time i was like stupid 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 me why did i say that <laughs> and it's just a it's an instant reaction so i i criticize my americans and yet i criticize myself too americans always do act the worst though we oh my god we we are so fucking entitled oh we're entitled we're entitled bad bad and you can tell when we go to other countries it's like ugh i can see i can see exactly why (laughs) um a friend i met up with andy which was fun said that basically uh gave a line of when america sneezes or yeah that we they're afraid to catch the cold or something to that effect so i think that's interesting that they're they're very much trying as hard as they can not to become us (laughs) because we're the worst (laughs) despite being cousins because we know we cousins um where 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 was i at piano works yes fun great night hot waiter this is the this is the funny part because i took a, a photo of the hot waiter i don't know his name just called him hot waiter um i was walking home after bedwin bar and piano works is rather close to bedwin but not that close and i was just walking and i looked down i look i see this person coming in my direction i'm like man it looks that guy looks really familiar why was it the hot waiter hello is it me you looking for i was so drunk at the time at piano works because yeah i was a little toasted there um by the time i left i was totally sober because they had uh buy one get one i wasn't expecting it so for females is buy one get one drink and then a shot i was like all right (laughs) but they were just uh porn star martinis uh, and apparently, I've gotten better at drinking because I got buzzed, but I was never like, ooh, because I don't like being drunk. And after the last time I was drunk, I committed I'm never being that fucking drunk again. Absolutely not. But yeah, that night when I was trying to <laughs> flirt with the hot waiter i thought he was scottish he's actually ukrainian and i know this because we had a two minute conversation on the street but the minute he said i just got off work i was like i'm gonna let you go because i know that feeling you know you know that feeling when you just got off work you don't want to talk to nobody I'm like go on go ahead and i didn't know a lot of um ukrainian refugees have come to london and not only that they have implemented or starting to implement a plan To like give them a a a yearly stipend like um they're trying to encourage londoners to open their homes which okay (laughs) uh let's ask a little bit much um but yeah they're doing a lot but so is scott scotland they're doing a lot for the ukrainian refugees and i considering how America likes to like we got the fucking flags everything I'm like what what are we doing but we are helping the military so (laughs) we just we will give you support from afar but I don't ever see like America opening its borders and being like yeah let's take in Ukrainian refugees not trying to keep the fucking Mexicans out and it's their fucking country we stole in the first place um so those were my two big nights out, so to speak. I was really addicted to Four in a Bed. Four in a Bed is a very great show, <laughs> and I'm really mad that you can, that that Netflix and Prime do not have all twenty four seasons because I need. And there was some. I think it was season one on YouTube. I already watched all those episodes, and I need more. I'm addicted. It's like four BB owners go to each other's place and judge it. It's just the level of pettiness, and then Judgment Day comes, and they're not like us, where you know everything devolves into a brawl. And down, where you from, nigga? What, do you know? Where you from, my nigga? What- Everything is just wordplay, wordplay, and then the snippy things they say in the interviews afterwards. It's just, it's so. It's, it's the appropriate amount of reality TV for me that I really enjoy. Because it's done in some type of form. Everyone gets something. And then there's a winner. But the winner is more contrived based on, you know, pettiness of people. It's great. But you get to see everyone trying out different places. I just thought it, it's just a fun Show and I don't do reality TV. I do, I used to do Top Chef and Chopped, and even those have gone the way of the wind because reality TV has just never been a huge draw for me. But I would, would uh, suck some dick for four in a (laughs) bed. What did he say? I would not recommend Bedouin Bar though because their drinks are fucking watered down like water I don't think I even got, I had what four coconut uh, rum and cokes and I know after two I get buzzed I had four I think maybe I had five because I had like a uh plan your night out by design something I did I don't even fucking know but yeah their drinks are not full up on where they should be <laughs> and they're open until 4 a.m so people really show up at 11 a.m and that's why it's kind of like the only, one of the few very late places you can go to there was this one I took a photo of this one guy that was cracking me up mainly because he was so fucking drunk I was the whole time I was thinking oh my god I had to walk him down to the bathroom. <laughs> he kept sitting next to me and the one thing I will say about uh that there's no personal space when when uh the Brits get friendly like none at all none at all (laughs) and I'm kind of okay with that I, I was uh playing some knee some knee uh sexualization with my passenger going back from Chicago to Cleveland he was hot and his knee was on mine mine was on him and i was like i'm not moving <laughs> and it seemed to either <laughs> so i'm was like, i leaving this sucker right here uh that reminds me some a girl next to me on the plane there was kept falling asleep on my shoulder that was the one thinking look i'm perfectly fine with it as long as i can fall asleep on that guy's shoulder and or was it another female? Next? Yeah, no, it was a guy next to me. And not even talking about a sexual thing. I mean, I'm I'm okay if we want to use each other as pillows. <laughs> but she would catch herself every time, and she would wake up. <laughs> it's just funny because when we do fall asleep, our heads just go right on over there. I managed to stay pretty uh pretty straight, but I could see myself falling a few times. Um. Closeness, yes, closest He just kept sitting next to me, and he'd be talking. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, but I was like, Do you need to? You need to go to the restroom because <laughs> I could take you down to the restroom. <laughs> I did. I ended up taking him down to the restroom. Like, how did I become a? I don't even remember his name either. I don't know how I became a babysitter, but that's how fucking sober I was the entire time in this club. <laughs> it did it was a nice design it had an upstairs and a downstairs and like a, a spiral staircase i wasn't too keen on that spiral ca- staircase because that was my biggest worry i was like shit someone could fall down that being drunk and as i was watching him waiting for him to fall over there i got hit on quite a bit but i just wasn't interested <laughs> and they weren't not not cute because one guy he came and i was like ooh, but i mm, i just was like yeah no. Not going home with anybody. <laughs> Just don't feel like it. Um. Oh yeah, the chick, the chick at the bar, or she was nice because she. I mean, she seemed like she was really nice. The one that was twerking in front of me, she wanted to have a good time, but it was weird because her black boyfriend, she was Caucasian must have thought we was gonna have a threesome i don't know i that's why i hate clubs because you always find yourself in drama versus piano works everything was fine we had fun it was cool and this first thing this dude comes up to me and said like ask her why she broke up with me <laughs> I'm like, what? so i'm like okay and he's like go ahead and ask her why she broke up so i was like why did you broke up oh she's lying he's lying he's li- i don't know what was going on between them we started because i was sitting there in the booth minding my business she's like come dance with me please come dance with me please please please, 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 please. do let me dance alone so i went dance with her even though I really didn't feel like dancing <laughs> I was in the because the music wasn't hitting as I wanted to it's like this is not my songs um then she did the whole twerking thing I don't know if she got some on something or not she was friends with the other two girls that I ended up staying the rest of the hour and a half with um and then all of a sudden like the the boyfriend came over to me and like I said that personal space it doesn't exist but he came over with like a drink And I was fine to take the drink though, because one, I saw him get it and B, (laughs) like, I was at the bar when he got it. (laughs) The chick ended up kicking over my drink by a mistake that I just uh, got from the bar. So I was like, yeah, I will take this that you, uh, she totally needs to replace. She might've actually told him to replace it. Um, but yeah, he just, he was just too close it was too like even when i first met him like he like had his arm around me and all of a sudden and and, like she must have known what was up because she was looking at him like she's like stop it like get off of her (laughs) like don't you read her face her face says i don't know you and i'm now uncomfortable (laughs) so i think she really was trying to be friendly and and have a good time but her boyfriend was just weird or her ex-boyfriend whatever that situation was but they ended up leaving and she gave me a hug and i thought she was sweet but yeah yeah um what else walk we went andy and i went walking went to saint paul's cathedral i didn't know it was the king's birthday but we got to see a whole bunch of jets over where. And that was nice. I was like, jets? That's um, a lot of military planes. So that was pretty cool to see. Then he took me over this stupid bridge that I almost literally died walking on. Like this is, this is, I need to see, I need to see the, uh, <laughs> the blueprints on this bridge. Because I've been watching too many catastrophe <laughs> vitica, vitigos, videos lately and uh they all involve structural integrity so now i have a major a major um phobia of going over bridges i did london bridge uh well not london bridge tower bridge tower bridge because you know it's been there for a very long time (laughs) i don't know about this this looks new (laughs) then afterwards he'd tell me the true story about it got to look at some old books didn't did not take any even though i was kind of tempted but i was like nah i need about a good hour hour and a half to get through (laughs) to see if i want to purchase something um saw parliament and i was supposed to go to camden that night and it just did not happen it did not It, it i wanted to go so bad so so bad my body is just like it's you we we don't want to we're we're putting up a stand (laughs) against you and your intentions i didn't have an english breakfast that's something i wanted to have but i think my body also was was uh was like girl we are not eating beans at 8 a.m get the fuck out of here you're crazy i was gonna say minus the black pudding maybe the maybe the mushrooms are good i just feel like it's a quintessential english thing to do so that just went on my list what else i don't think too much else really happened it was of course um great peeking into people's homes the ones that leave their doors open but i wanted to go in i I really want (laughs) to know how do they really live i spent a lot of time in tesco is it tesco or Tessico? and sansbury i gave a guy uh some of my leftovers who's homeless outside and i was like damn i really i'm not gonna eat this food i just spent 20 something dollars on so it is not going to waste and i gotta go to sansbury so i can get me some cider i did go into a a pub but it wasn't poppin but I think I actually was sitting in the wrong section because apparently it was a comedy night and a lot of people kept asking if I was a comedian. <laughs> what you writing in there? I was trying to get some writing in, but between four and a bed <laughs> and people watching didn't get too much writing in. Uh, it is a diverse place. But it felt like the places I was going into, it's like the only one. <laughs> so there there was kind of that made a little bit of an intimidation. I went, I went into the Hat and Hun uh, pub, but there was like nothing but males in there. I was like, oh, the sausage fest. I, you know, you don't want to be just the single one in the corner in the middle of a sausage fest, because eventually, even if they're not even inclined to talk to you, <laughs> you're gonna be pulled in. Um I think that's I ate a lot of good food. It's so spicy though. I am oh yeah, that's the thing I would did want to mention about the food. Cause there is a difference on the taste buds between what they're cooking and what we eat we have all these additives and all these shit that goes in ours and people say it's horrible and it probably is but it it does make our food a touch more palatable than the food so it's not so much London's food because a lot of people there can say that it's kind of gross or it's not up to the depending on what kind of cuisine you're going after but more often than not It is not considered the best, uh, no matter what really, um, cultural selection, because they just, they, they season different, they spice different. A lot of fucking chicken. I will say the chicken and the, and the, uh, the burgers done really well, but so much, offering between that or you can go to you know uh Chinese or Japanese they're not going to taste the same as what we're expecting so that's why we sometimes our palate just has a negative reaction to it not so much that it's gross it's just it we're not used to that I can say that about the spice because I love me some Frank's Red Hot but their spice just ooh. Ooh, I cannot I can take like four or five Bite it reminds me of what I the food I Had in Jamaica is but I eat That whole thing in Jamaica I could not eat the Whole spicy thing that They have but they they love doing it with their Fries or as they call chips Um Yeah I just don't find Myself thoroughly Yeah I don't know maybe when I go to Camden it'll be a little Different if I had tried this three I don't know I don't know but I, I, I don't find myself every time I'm walking away going, ooh, I had a, a terribly wow food experience as much as it was good. It was all right. The things I had, <laughs> you know. um But I think, ag- again, back to my first whole point of this, is just I think there is just a difference there in how our food is prepared. And it doesn't necessarily mean this is disgusting. <laughs> so a few things I tasted I was just like oh not so good <laughs> and I'm not a huge fish person either so if you don't like fish and you get a whole bunch of fish and chip places you're just like oh well I don't eat fish and I don't want fish and I don't like black pudding or the sausage rolls and some of the things that they do, you have never like, Oh gosh. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> their milkshakes though are bomb ass. Like that's some dairy cream off of a farm that's so, uh, yeah, their milkshakes are way better than our milkshakes. Cause that, that's, that's, and their fruit. That's what I did the whole time I went in Sandsbury. I kept going rating their fruit section for their grapes, their seedless red grapes, their cherries, their strawberries, their fruit section. That is some of the freshest fucking fruit. And I can't I do not buy fruit. And I know you can't go to the front, the, the, the market here. I'm not going by that market here. Okay, because one, someone died in that park across the street. And I have yet to get over that memory. So that, And there's nowhere to park down there either. So I have no no desire to go to the market that we have and i know you could go to other farmers markets and there's this one thing but no it should be convenient i should be able to go in walmart or whatever local store i'm in and get some fucking good fruit and not the stuff that y'all had frozen over in a crate for four months and it's unrealistically um good right now (laughs) I, i like the straight the straight up every day this is fresh shit um same with their their juices like they 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 do take an effort into making things authentically as they should be and not tampered with so that's that's their plus. I think I have exhausted all of my word vomit for the current moment, so I'm gonna end this podcast. <laughs> and this is what exactly what it was a lot of word vomit <laughs> and um yeah we'll be back next week with a a uh, a standard jones chronicles where we'll talk about things like the death penalty humbling oneself and a 2004 water park disaster that has one of the most appalling reactions from the orthodox church so if you are looking forward to getting back into the nerdy shit we'll be doing that this week i suppose because it's sunday (laughs) so look out for that blacker at if you want to send any feedback like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic